0: And then what you can do is you can build a bridge between the echo of that feeling that was felt or anticipated or that situation into the current situation now, where you are strong enough to be able to manage that feeling because you're an adult, because you're no longer that child. This was asked by Sophie a long time ago uh, in response to a YouTube video. I said, please ask your questions. It's a, a, gonna be a couple of months ago now. So apologies for the delay, Sophie. Uh, is it possible to repair the damage done in, um, in childhood by trauma? And if so, how? Well, this is, um, <clears throat> it's a big question. Like, there's not one answer for it. Because there's not one... Everyone has got an individual experience and everyone will be working with a different trauma. What I would feel confident in saying is, in most, most cases, yes, trauma. Like, the experience, you don't lose. Because you had that experience. And, And unless you want to lose the memory of it, then, which can be done I'm I'm not one who would do that but it can be done hypnotherapeutically or hip, using hypnosis um, but that to me is an unethical practice for me it would be um, wrong to do for me to do I'm not saying it's wrong for you to experience if that's right for you but it would be wrong for me to deliver so now we've got that out the way the idea of trauma. Is childhood trauma um, something that you can recover from? Yes. As I say, the the experience and the memory of the trauma remains as a memory. But the emotional association will change and can change because it can be updated. Often the reason why is, you know, how do you heal from those things? The reason why you are... Is, is, What's implied in the question there is that you're still suffering from them. You're still suffering from something that happened. I'm not suggesting that this is Sophie. I'm suggesting that this is in general for the question. Is that one is still suffering the effects of a trauma in adult life. That something has not been updated. That some part of you has not adapted to who you are now. And is still anticipating is still predicting what Mark Solms would call a prediction error. We've made a prediction at the time of something that will happen or that we are going to anticipate is going to happen. And then we bring that prediction forward into the future and we project it or transfer it onto other people or other events or other circumstances that have similar conditions attached to them. And in doing so, we anticipate that trauma repeating because what happened at the time was we were powerless. We were in a state where we were powerless or or we hadn't realized our power to make a, a definitive choice, often because we were children, because we were living in a land of giants, of titans, of gods who had so much power and so much control and so much influence over us we were very much swayed to their will, sometimes for better and sometimes for worse. And that in maturity, we mature out of those connections and out of those influences. And when there's a healthy pattern that's established by caregivers, that enable and empower us as individuals to adapt, to the changes that arise in life so that we move away from those moments when there might have been something traumatic and update our system to realize where we do have control and where we do have choice and where we can change things and where we can adapt and that's the key that's how these things become resolved when we don't have that model and we keep, we've, we've got into a pattern where we've played it out sometimes for years, sometimes for decades, that pathway can be very stubborn and in a neurological sense it's a myelinated pathway that the brain has fired and a thought pattern will set off different areas in the brain that are all connected. It's a case of rewiring the brain, and it's a case of rewiring it. And often we can do that, sometimes it can be done cognitively, but really it's done through reassociating certain emotional states or certain emotional responses that are not being felt. There's usually an emotion at the root of suffering that is not being felt, that we're afraid of feeling, or a condition, or a state, or a circumstance in the world in life that we're afraid of experiencing because we're anticipating a specific outcome or a specific feeling, uh, an emotion that is that would be so that was so overwhelming to the child at the time that we adopted a certain pattern of behavior to compensate for it or to repress it, to suppress it or it was suppressed in which case it's not allowed to be in consciousness fully and the issue is often how do you bring it into consciousness how do you bring that feeling into consciousness and then what you can do is you can build a bridge between the echo of that feeling that was felt or anticipated or that situation into the current situation now where you are strong enough to be able to manage that feeling because you're an adult, because you're no longer that child. And that process... I can't go into the details of what that process is. Some of you may be able to work it out for yourself with that piece of information. Go carefully if you do. Always urge caution. And especially with anything that was traumatic, truly traumatic, and you know, as a child, the simplest things can be experienced as being traumatic. But to an adult, you consider, well, that's nothing. But to a child who has no power, uh, that's a very different question, very different equation. So never underestimate the suffering, but never go back and relive the trauma it's not about going back and reliving it, it's about updating the emotion that's being hidden behind it. Often, bef- often behind uh, an experience of anxiety. Often anxiety is about a prediction of something happening if we do something or don't do something, which is then becomes the root of things like obsessive compulsive behaviours. Because by doing that thing, we're preventing ourselves from having to experience the negative emotion. It becomes like a ritual. So, it becomes, I didn't finish that sentence, it becomes a ritual that prevents us from having to experience the negative. So there's multiple permutations of this, multiple variations. And if there are places where you can seek help, I am one of them. I offer, um, online at least, I offer a a depth psychology consultation. And to a limited degree, can engage within something that is akin to a therapeutic process that can help you to guide, that can help you, that can help guide you through that process. Because sometimes it helps to have someone who will be objective, who can witness you who can hold a space for you and who can ask the right questions or the questions that maybe you've forgotten to ask yourself. And in some cases, and in many cases, there will be the questions that you have asked yourself but for some reason don't have com- didn't have confidence in believing. Sometimes it can be a, a confirmation or an affirmation of something. And there are other techniques and other tools that uh, I have that I can share, but will be related to individual specific cases. So I hope that has answered your question, and I hope that's um, given a bit of context to know that actually most suffering can be, um, I say, grown out of, because it is a case of maturing into, into a state of being that that recombines these parts that have sometimes split off from us into a more coherent and cohesive whole. So if you would like that, uh, you can find me, I'll leave a, a link to my booking um, schedule uh, in, the, in the comments, not in the comments section, in the description below and links to my website where you can find out more about me and there's obviously the rest of the YouTube videos that you can access if you want to find out more about me and I would recommend go through some of the the free content before you come some of it you know the reason it's there is to help people and um, yeah I, I do you know it is a business for me to um, this is how I make my living currently So I do benefit from having people come in through the door but by the same token I'm also aware that some people can't afford these services and I've been in a position myself where I wasn't able to afford uh, therapy until the point that I realised that um, I was willing to look for therapy because I needed it and it didn't matter how much it cost um, because there was a thing that I, I just couldn't resolve out for myself at the time. So I'm also aware of the value of offering the service too. So that's there. And um, yeah, the links are below. Thanks for the question. And there'll be more to come. Maybe from this location. I'm going to spend a moment with the ponies down the hill um, before I move on. Because I want to make the most of uh, my prosperity while I'm here. Take care and I wish you all the best. Bye for now.